1: Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC.
2: And now, live from the TCL Broadcast Studios, it's Joe Suchereg and Patrick Roycey with Sports
3: Talk.
0: With stings. That's all I got to say.
2: (laughs) <laughs> Let's go quickly to this call, Pat. All right. Mike, go ahead, please. Joe, here's, here's the issue with uh, the snow. It's coming down so hard, and it's full
4: of so much moisture. It's packing right on the highway. And then these people getting to stop and go traffic, Yep. and they got no tread on their tires. They can't get going again. Yep. Now you, now you got people going out of the ruts, trying to get around them. It's
2: horrible out here. Well, I wish I could help you. Stay tuned. Kenny will have more. He'll guide you to a -a Mm make-a-move. You know what they say.
0: Sometimes you eat the bar. Sometimes the bar will eat you. I thought you were going to weigh in on the bad tires.
2: What is this one? What does Tom need, uh, Reeves?
0: Uh, He's got a question on the Polish doctor, sir.
2: All right, Tom, real quickly, please. Don. Don, I'm sorry. Hi, yeah, so I got uh, sort of two questions about the Polish doctor. First question is is the polish doctor in this country legally? Yes. <laughs> I don't think he is. Well, permanent green card, whatever that means. Mm-hmm. But this is the why, why would they why would they come and arrest him if he was here legally? I, well, it just a And minute. the uh, next question is, do you think that we can support every single person who wants to come to this country who's just poor and has to come here to av- avoid life somewhere else? Yeah, no, thank you. Uh do you really. hear the one about the Polish doctor? Really <laughs> good really good call screen in there, Larry. You're yeah. welcome, sir. <laughs> okay. uh, I'm here for you, this Joe. This wasn't a case. Of a, it's a story of a Polish... I know. I read it. Yeah. Why are oh, we sending him back? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Because ISIS wants to show that they're not discriminatory. They're not just so they're plucking poor after people. going affluent uh, people who they claim are not here legally. Oh, okay. Okay, well, where'd you see. find this at? Uh, somebody put it on Twitter. Oh, guy's name...
4: It's nineteen seventy and obviously before the Super Bowl or right after the first Super
2: Bowl. We it's a Viking helmet. Mm-hmm. And it says, we still love you in January as we loved you in September. So it had to be after the Chiefs beat them. And it's a Winston ad. Yes, it
4: is. It's Winston, Winston cigarettes. Cigarette. Oh, okay. And just very subtle down on the bottom. You yeah. can either get king size or uh, Ooh, small ones. Regular size.
2: King small size. Small ones, yes. King size, yeah, yeah. Yes. King then, size uh, or small ones. Pat, you probably remember this. I If I remembered it, I had completely forgotten about it. Rook was wondering before about why doesn't the NFL play a third place game? You take the two losers. Why would they want to do that? Well, here it turns out, uh, according to Robert... here is the answer to Rook's question about the third place game. They already did that. If coming yes, in, yes, they s- did. If coming in second just makes you the first loser. What can be said about a team that finishes third? Well, for ten seasons, nineteen sixty to sixty nine, mm-hmm. uh, in the NFL, they'd call you the winner of the playoff bowl. Yes, officially, and the Vikings named, played in it once. Officially hmm. named the Burt Bell Benefit Bowl after a league commissioner who suffered a fatal heart attack in nineteen
4: fifty nine. It was <laughs> excuse it me. It was intended to pump up. The pension fund
2: for players. It was played it. the week after the NFL championship game, except for the 1969 game, which took place the day before. Uh, and they were at the Orange Bowl in Miami. The participants were the second place teams of the NFL's Eastern and Western Conference. Vikings huh. and whom? I don't know. No,
4: oh no. The 1968, the uh, Vikings played in that game because they lost. I believe the Vikings played in that game because mm-hmm. uh, 1969 they were in the. That, oh, the 1969, January of 69 or the 69 season? I don't know. Well, that's, you got to know that. Anyway, they did play this stupid thing for, uh, yeah it was sort of like the second all-star game in baseball. Yeah. They were doing it to right. uh, get more money in the pension fund because the cheap owners didn't want to pay for it, to pay a pension by themselves. So. What's your take, Patrick? I have never been... This stunned by a Viking performance. Hmm. This is, to me, the worst performance in franchise history. Because they didn't show up. A, 1969, we were fully confident. Mm-hmm. But the Chiefs, when they got out on the field, had eight Hall of Famers. Mm-hmm. They had great athletes. Right. And they beat the hell out of the Vikings, 23-7. to 7, And that was more naivete than... Actuality that 12 points point spread was ridiculous. The Chiefs were better than the Vikings, all right. B, the 41 donut game is which is the comparable in to, uh, the two, January 2001. That team had terrible defense, mm-hmm. and that team was 11 and 5, and they weren't as good as this team. And they now they had a chance to play a, a pretty mediocre Giants team. That was shocking, but this to me, this no show was more shocking. I don't even know how you explain it, do you? And here, let me say one more thing about 40-41 donut. They had guys on that team that were going to quit.
2: Mm-hmm.
4: Randy Moss, if things weren't going right, he was going to quit. Mm-hmm. He was going to stop caring. And they had a bunch of guys like that. That was not a That was not a lovable collection of okay. hard-nosed athletes, all right? right? All right. They, they had their share, but plus they had guys playing in the secondary who were clowns. Mm-hmm. This team... Had three outstanding guys in the secondary who played like clowns.
0: Mm-hmm.
4: Harrison Smith, he might be the best safe, safety in the NFL. He was horrible. Xavier Rhodes was horrible. Why? Trey Wayne's Just a was bad horrible. Day at the
5: office is that what we? I think
4: they can. I think that the Vikings prepared them for the Eagles to play a very conservative. Offense, you know, offense, not throw the ball down the field. Which Foles it, was thought not to
2: be able to do. Yes. And he it. did.
4: And run it a lot and try to beat them 15 to 10, just like they beat Atlanta. Mm-hmm. And this guy, this Peterson, they came out and threw it all over the place, right. converted. The Vikings were giving up 25% conversions on third downs, which is historically good. What were these guys? They were eight of nine at one point mm-hmm. or something. They, uh, now, normally they didn't get the third down.
0: And Nick Foles' passer rating in the second half was perfect. Perfect.
4: Perfect. Yeah, he was fourteen out of fifteen for two touchdowns and all kinds of yards. Yeah, I, I don't know. They just no showed.
0: The other they, thing we learned too, I, I believe, yesterday is that Case Keenum had a great season. He's a decent quarterback, but he really isn't the answer. He's not a guy that can lead you when you're down multiple scores in a ball game. That that's significant in a significant ball game
4: who uh who uh who they had lately who could do that
0: I think Bradford
4: yeah, well, maybe Bradford when he's when got, he's healthy when he's he healthy He got
0: steamrolled sure. with that pass rush yesterday but he's got a better arm than Keenum does oh, he, Well he's more accurate <laughs> Yeah
4: Uh you know Keenum he did get hit on that uh pop up he threw but uh he he a couple of times wasn't aware about how much pressure there was around him. Mm -hmm. I'll say that. Yeah, he didn't play. He was not the reason. The defense was the reason. The defense getting shredded like this is just unbelievable. Mm -hmm. I don't think I heard a couple of your callers saying, hey, it's a great season, blah, blah, blah. Mm B.S. You can't pile on enough on that performance yesterday. (laughs) You You can't. They deserve to get absolutely slashed and burned for that performance. It was pathetic, and I see people trying to make excuses for him. No, there is none. There is, there is none. They're, they were god-awful, and when they had everything lined up for them, they had everything lined up for them. They had a miracle to get there. They should have been loose and goose and let's go here, and they just got absolutely outcoached, outplayed, outwilled, outmuscled, everything.
2: Sometimes Don't you, you eat the bar. That's right. Sometimes the bar well, mm-hmm. eats you. Yeah, that's true. Hey, Pat, you're unaware of the fact that in your absence, it became official that Lake uh, Calhoun's name yes. was changed. B'day but they maxabu. Well, we have it. We have the correct pronunciation. <laughs> okay. As soon as Rookie tells me he has it.
0: Okay. <laughs> No,
4: but, but no, that's what B-D-A, it is. B D A Is it Bidet?
2: Bade Madagascar. Bade Madagascar. Mm.
4: But you know what a Bidet is? Well,
2: washes was your heinies. Yeah, this is a different one. This is like uh, this a, is a just, a different we're not talking about that
4: kind we, of Bade. You no, know, I mean John Calhoun might have been bad, but we're not talking about washing his rear end right, right, here. I, I mean, let's come up with a different name. Didn't we? Weren't we originally going to throw Bidet out of it?
5: I don't know. Or it's Can just goes mock
4: us I Bet. think
5: that I don't know why that changed. I just one quick um note here with the weather, we do have a development from the business office. Good afternoon. Due to the inclement weather conditions, if it is not business essential for you to be here, feel free to head out early today if you have any questions or concerns. <laughs> and that's signed from Mary. I sent an email back saying I'll later. talk to Joe and Patrick about leaving <laughs> early.
2: <laughs> So I might uh, might get a head start here, guys. Yeah. Don't you think the conversation today and the angst and the disappointment you could cut it in half and eliminate it if the Super Bowl was to have been played this yes. year and say Phoenix? Yes. yes. What yes. people were anticipating was yes. the two week party, home, and man. they're going to be home. Okay, look oh, at, There's no doubt about we it. We came up with some bright sides on this show on the show okay. preceding. They they've avoided now being a five-time Super Bowl loser. Yes, they have. They avoided losing the Super Bowl uh, the first time ever a team played it at home. Yes. Okay, why not embrace this futility of these magnificent bastards? Mm-hmm. Right, <laughs> I think. That's How many not a cities bad idea. in America,
4: Pat, can claim this? No. But, you know what? I might have to break out my uh Three year remembrances because when they lost forty one to donut, mm-hmm. I did a three month anniversary piece, and I did a six month anniversary
2: yep. piece. You got to break that out again.
4: And I was going to do a nine month anniversary piece, and I started receiving death threats. And the uh, and the uh, editors <laughs> didn't want it, but I think no, we're going to no. have anniversary pieces on this one. I think it was bad. Enough. I think I think we need yeah.
2: it. Yes, uh, we j- need it. Tell Tom we'll get back to his call. Uh, I'm going to leave now. I'm a non-essential. Yeah, I'll see you guys. Uh, we'll see you around for the ride. Tom, go ahead, please.
3: Yeah,
4: Patrick, uh, just a
2: quick thought. I've listened to that after show on your, your station last
4: night, on you know, the wee hours, late three night. hours? They went three uh, hours on yeah. the hotline. Yeah, pretty morbid if you ask me. About a half hour would have covered it. <laughs> but anyhow, I had the thought, we're sitting with three quarterbacks. Two of them, we don't know if they
3: can walk, throw, talk, or anything.
2: Uh-huh. I would have loved
3: to have seen that fourth quarter
2: develop into a tryout session. <laughs> I thought, I you know what, I thought we were going to see Bradford. Mm-hmm. Hey, Bradford or Ted, even more so. Well, Teddy. Teddy wasn't dressed. Teddy so. wasn't oh, dressed.
3: Teddy wasn't dressed. All right. Well, you need to see something, and... I think the only reason
4: would be to eliminate humiliating Kingdom any further by pulling him, but I think he did a pretty good job by himself. Uh, Keenum will, uh, Teddy Bridgewater will be their quarterback next year. I'm making a bold prediction. That solves that. Hey, quick question. I also made a bold prediction of Vikings 27, (laughs) Eagles 10. So hopefully this one will be more accurate.
2: Quick question for you, Pat. What years were you up in uh, Duluth with the Herald Tribune? I
4: was in Duluth for four months in 1966 at $76 a week. And Augie offered me 110 to go to St. Cloud, and I couldn't get there fast enough. There you go. I, I thought I was that. in tall clover.
2: I remember that. Thank you. Right. It wasn't the Duluth Herald Tribune, was it? Ah, uh, Yes. It the was?
4: Duluth, they had an afternoon. News Tribune was the morning. The yeah. Herald
2: was the afternoon. Well, the only thing surviving is News Tribune. Yes. Right. Uh, who, the afternoon paper.
4: Was
5: who that. had to make the train? Who was that? Was that you or Augie? What? Wherever they were going to the, their... their call in or their work they had to make that they had to beat the train
4: he had to come in and do the sports every morning for uh kfam the big dependable okay and he got a buck and he'd have to come (laughs) run in if he made if he was across the tracks before the train came then he'd be on time (laughs) if he wasn't they'd just go blank what was the
2: brand of eggnog he advertised (sighs) Oak Grove. Oak Grove. I, Oak Grove. Drink egg, Oak Grove. Drink Oak Grove eggnog and you'll never drink eggnog again. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Somebody had
4: just brought a punt back for St. John's for a touchdown to put him ahead of Grambling and uh, our preview in a and uh And that's uh, when uh, Augie blurted that out. So.
2: we uh, Are we going to Action Force Team 1500? We certainly are. Well, let's do it in the normal spot at 25. All right. Very good. Uh will the snow keep the auto well you answered that question the seats might be empty in the building tonight but, but the they'll Ottawa still announce them that- they'll have the usual sell out everything yeah. sure they- my god I yeah. saw
4: last night again they announced there the other night they had 19 again yeah. 1000 more than capacity every game
2: on hockey night in uh, that was Minnesota. hockey day in
4: Minnesota yes, the final boy, event yeah I could uh, sense the excitement that's that's the reason I came home Friday so I could Did be you? here for hockey day in Minnesota yeah, yeah. yep Although it was uh, funny to see him up in St. Cloud, because I told you when I worked in St. Cloud, they didn't have hockey. The St. Cloud State played outside on mm-hmm. a rink below mm-hmm. the arena, mm-hmm. and uh, and the high schools didn't have hockey. Boy,
2: oh boy.
4: when I was there, sixty six,
2: seven, and eight, mm-hmm. which tells you one thing: I'm old. <laughs> uh, Pat, yes, uh, are you doing radio row at the Super Bowl? No, thank God. The uh, morning you crazy. show will be there. Yep.
4: But I would like to have somebody out there, (coughs) Reavers, lining up guests and having them uh, uh, talk to me here.
0: I think we could arrange that.
4: I think we have to get you a. I don't get think in we there, can though.
0: trust him. I, I really don't right. think can Hey, pretend your name is Leon Lex. You're on <laughs> yeah. with Patrick Royce. Yes, if he was right. like me, I'd oh, just yeah. go to some bar somewhere. Uh,
2: no, wouldn't that be a great bit, though? Just oh,
3: put people yeah. on and sure. just say who they
0: are.
2: Roger Staubach! Uh, <laughs> my golly, remember that? Hey, passage. look who just walked in. Terry Bradshaw. You say a few words back in the studio? Me-
0: meanwhile, I'm at the bar in, Har- at, in Carver. I'm at Harvey's. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
4: Hey, you know what I happened to watch? I was clicking channels the other night, and Semi-Pro was on that horrible Will Ferrell movie. That was awful. Horrible Will Ferrell movie, The Flint Tropics. But the guy who throws in the one for a, a... uh, $10,000, the mm-hmm. Dukes or whatever his name is. <laughs> this shirtless <laughs> drug meth guy who throws it in from. He was a pretty funny character. Yeah. Dukes, I think it was. Did <laughs> you ever see that movie, Rook? Semipro? I don't think I saw that one. Oh, it's Will Ferrell. What was it? It's awful. It's Semipro? basketball. He was wearing the you know, type. The, the Flint. Oh, yeah. the, no. Gross. The Flint Tropics are in the ABA <laughs> and they're trying to be part of the merger. And Will Ferrell is playing for him and he's the owner. You know, Oh, but what? they get this guy out of the stands. And they're having him try to throw a ball in from here to Williams Arena. Right. And Dukes—he's falling asleep. He's a drug addict, and he just throws it. and it goes whoosh.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Rookie, you could have started that doing the double pump layup. That's oh, that the kind of been, movie it was. That would have uh,
5: been unforgivable. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Can I uh,
2: veer wildly back yes. to football? Yes. Did you see the uh, hit Gronkowski took yesterday? Yeah, that was pretty cheap. That was pretty cheap and pretty bad. Did he ever come back in the game? He did not. Nope. No. I don't know
4: what we heard about him concussed-wise today. If Such they... a
0: shame. You know, he's only done that to about seven did, guys did this year. Did they say Explain
4: he was Explain
2: what happened. did I they say, say he was, he was concussed?
4: And
0: he went well, down. The guy
4: just came over and ear him,
2: man. And he got up, and he was really wobbly. Mm-hmm. Wow. They took him immediately off the field. He kept saying,
4: ooh-wee. He yeah. kept saying, ooh-wee.
5: <laughs> <laughs>
4: yeah, but they won anyway, because yeah. that's
2: what they do. Oh. That's what they do. Yeah. He's going for his sixth title. Yeah, Three, and the eighth. Sixth this will be title. their eighth Super Bowl. Uh, Sports talk will return shortly. But. By-
4: from uh, Judd and Matt Collar about how their trip home's coming so far? They're stuck in Philly?
0: Yeah, they, uh, they are. I know that their flight was uh, delayed until tomorrow, and I know Judd and Collar were out shopping, and Judd already bought an NFC Champion T-shirt at a Philadelphia <laughs> store. Oh,
3: okay,
4: that's good. That is, and I hope he got me one uh, large enough. would be good. That'd be agitating.
1: Here's John Height in the newsroom. Thanks, Joe. Snow, blowing snow, 29 degrees. Uh, Coach Mike Zimmer of the Minnesota Vikings, he will hold his season-ending press conference tomorrow morning. It'll be at 9 o'clock. Uh, I'm sure he'll be asked about yesterday's game. Really, John? Guess. You think yeah, so? <laughs> I think so. Also, quarterback questions about who the quarterback might be next season and uh, offensive coordinator questions. Vikings got a few things to go over in the offseason. No doubt they'll be addressed, and he'll just sidestep all those questions. When do we anyway, start camp? August. <laughs> well, we got the uh, we
4: got the uh, rookie camp almost ten minutes after the draft is held. So
1: <laughs> Timberwolves out on the West Coast tonight playing the Clippers. By the
4: way, one thing, fellas, the the uh, Vikings said goodbye to the uh, winter part. Oh God, Park, that's Lakers right. The last yep. time today, yep. the next time they assemble, it will be in the uh, Eagan.
5: Uh, Go drove facility. by it today. Just, it looks like a Viking ship. Maybe you know, that'll change that things. That looks like a ship, too? It looks like a Viking ship. I think that's what they were trying to gather. I thought we did that with the uh, stadium now Well, it's 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 a box, but it's the way they've decorated it. Mm. It's set to look like sails, I think. Oh, okay.
0: I'm just really hoping that the Will family would be able to sell that uh, property in well, Eden Prairie. <laughs>
4: right. I hear right. he might keep it and develop it himself. That would be a wise By the way, move. how about this for a design? How about this for a design? (laughs) (laughs) One hand above, you take the right hand, you put it right under the chin. You take the left hand, you put it right on the Adam's apple, and you grasp. How about that?
0: What's the great Gary Gaetti line? It's hard to hit when you've got both hands?
4: uh, It's hard to... It's hard to play when you uh, have both hands wrapped around your throat That uh, <laughs> when they blew the 10-run lead.
1: I, I don't mean to—I'm not trying to break anything down of, here, of but course watching not. that game, that defense Ooh. was horrid. And guys like Smith looked awful. Trey Waynes, who's had a great season, looked awful. Barr looked awful. It, yeah. it was incredible. And Xavier Rhodes—
4: <laughs> Went yeah. over and sat in the sideline yeah. for a couple hey, of series. Take a
1: look at my foot. See if anything's wrong. That's <laughs> <laughs> what it looked like when they showed him. Wow, it's terrible. Uh, Wolves out on the West Coast tonight playing the Clippers. They'll be without Jimmy Butler and Jamal Crawford again. Butler's still out because of his sore right knee, and Crawford has the big toe sprain. It Nothing goes... worse than for a basketball player than a bad toe. Yeah, that's true. Hmm. Coach Tom Thibodeau said the two remain out day-to-day. Uh, and uh, late word this afternoon, the Milwaukee Bucks have fired Coach Jason Kid. Mm -hmm. How long was Jason there? About his
4: fourth year now. Was it really? Sean Sweeney, St. Thomas Academy's own, and St. Thomas, I mean, Cretan's own, and then uh, the University of St. Thomas' own is is one of his assistant coaches.
1: Oh, really? Mm -hmm. Yeah. News notes from today a 37 year old Waconia man has been charged with two counts of criminal sexual conduct after authorities allege he initiated a sexual relationship with a 16 year old girl that continued to the present. Stuart Buddy Simon is charged with two counts of third-degree criminal sexual conduct. According to the criminal complaint, an advocate from the Sexual Violence Center contacted law enforcement in Carver County on January 9th. The now 21-year-old told authorities Stuart initiated the relationship when she was 16, progressing from massages to sexual intercourse. woman provided authorities with a description of piercings the man has in certain regions of his body. complaint says that was all confirmed in an interview. Like nose and ear? Yeah. Yeah. You got no. it. yeah. Okay. Good. Eyebrows. Yep. yep. Stuff like gotcha. That. Nope. <laughs> Uh, his next court appearance, <laughs> by the way. Next court
0: appearance is February 14th.
4: <laughs> they were in places generally not visible? That's that, correct, uh, uh, uh,
1: Mr. Royce. Yeah, yes. All right.
0: I'm sure Kenny had this in his last report, but for those of us that listened to us on the network didn't hear it, but 35 is now closed between Owatonna and Faribault due to road really? conditions. Bring
1: in the wow. sleeping bags, Reavers.
0: Oh, my God. <laughs> no Dear sin. honey, I'm getting a room tonight. Deal with it.
1: <laughs> the Senate voting 81 to 18 today to end the three-day-old government shutdown with Democrats joining Republicans to clear the way for the passage of a short-term spending package that would fund the government through February 8th in exchange for a promise from Republican leaders to address the fate of young undocumented immigrants known as Dreamers. Chuck Schumer said, in a few hours the government will reopen. We have a lot to do. Skywatchers are in for a special treat at the end of January when a lunar trifecta fills the night skies. Oh boy. You won't see it. I'll probably miss it.
4: You'll miss it. I'm going to miss it. Nope. You'll,
1: you'll miss. <laughs> <laughs> A pre-dawn super blue blood moon. Ooh, Got all that? Yeah. Uh-huh. The lunar event on January 31st is third in a string of recent super moons when the moon is closer to the Earth in its orbit. That's a Wednesday night. Mm-hmm. Appears about 14% brighter. I just know that.
5: Mm-hmm. Right?
1: Now, not only is it a super moon, it's also a blue moon. Oh, yeah. Which is the second full moon that happens in the same calendar month. <laughs> The month's first moon happened on January 1st. Now, all of this also coincides with a total lunar eclipse, which is called a blood moon. I'll be darned. The blood moon.
4: I thought we just had something we'll never see again in 150 years.
1: And it was boring as hell.
4: (laughs) Now we got another one.
1: Well, funny you should throw out that date, Patrick, because this rare trilogy of lunar events hasn't happened in more than... 150 years. Even Sid hasn't seen it. (laughs) The last blue blood moon was recorded back on March 31st, 1866. According to NASA, people who live here in North America, Alaska, or Hawaii, uh, they'll be able to uh, see all this just before sunrise on January 31st. These gutless bums. (laughs) Couldn't even go back to the Super Bowl for poor
4: Sid, Mm -hmm. who's going to turn 98 on March 15th. I wow. mean, how many more chances is he gonna give you, you clowns? He'll make
0: it to the next one in thirty years. We build a new stadium.
4: I'm waiting for the they were so banged up in this game they wouldn't have been able to win the Super Bowl anyway, wow. storyline, which is what we got after they choked against Atlanta. <laughs> A mystery. That's a favorite. That's an oldie but a goodie. Well, oh, that's, yeah. that's yeah, part of the rule. Yeah, it is. It's uh,
3: a, it could be rule number 16. Uh, they wouldn't have won anyway. They wouldn't so have won it's, anyway. It's a good
4: thing they lost.
3: Which
2: is a pre-set up <laughs> the loss.
3: I'm getting the impression that all of you Hooplehead stayed with the game until the bitter end. Oh, oh you can't yes. take oh, You, you can't know why, Kenny,
2: anything could have happened. That's right. <laughs> yeah. You know what I was accused of? I we was out waiting before. For I for Diggs to pull
4: it out for right. us with a miracle catch.
3: <laughs> I was out before halftime. <laughs> when I,
5: uh, with my family watching, when I realized they weren't going to win and I said, well, they're going to lose. Uh, my oldest, twenty-year-old, uh, said, "What do you just want Philadelphia to win?" And he ended up walking away. <laughs> oh, he walked out of the room, no. thinking. I said, "They're going to lose." I'm sorry. I'm, I'm he still got mad. He got mad. He was he was well, very I, into the game. I
4: thought I was beating the rush when I said. Everything considered, they would, have, they would have been better off. Everybody would have been better off if Marcus Williams had tackled the guy, right? <laughs> yeah. That was about 900th in line for that joke. Everybody <laughs> made that joke.
3: So do you guys know anybody other than Chris Reavers that cried at the loss?
2: <laughs> no, I don't. I, uh, I
4: got a check on my 7-year-old uh, grandson,
0: man, Luke. I Luke. I don't know how he handled it There shouldn't
2: not. be any crying. See, this a game like though.
0: that, Kenny, when it gets that out, you got to keep watching just to see what else is going to happen. I mean, no. is the building going to catch no. on fire? No, you don't. Oh, yeah. You don't have to. I do
4: like the fact that the Eagles greeted Viking fans by throwing full Full cans of beers at them, not just Uh, cans. Full cans of beers.
1: I don't get that. Well, uh, Well, it's hard to throw an empty can, Patrick, because it's so light.
2: Yes, it does.
1: Uh, Kenny, I gleefully
2: watched it to the end. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. John's Different. been dying to gloat all <laughs> day. No, He's I just have been but
5: dying. You've to been gloat. very good though today, though. I appreciate you, that, John. Hey, sure.
3: uh, before we go to break here, our, our we're southern, we're a long way to go, our Ken, southern Minnesota traffic <laughs> correspondent has a closure for you.
0: Oh, I gave it already on the air. Uh, oh, you did. Good. Yeah, Fairboat uh, Owatonna. 35 it looks like is closed both directions. Yes, both yeah. directions okay. are closed. Thank you, Christopher. What are you supposed to do? Go
2: find some farm road to go on?
0: Well, if you're if you're not a dummy, you weren't on the roads with a Truck if in the you, first place. You got a
3: four wheel drive, good tires. Yeah, why not? Go, go find a gravel. Have some fun. Let's take a vote. <laughs> St.
4: Cloud, nothing. Oh. Nothing. Look at are just clear. that summer up there, for goodness sake.
1: Radio legend Don Imus announced this morning he's retiring from his Imus in the Morning radio show. What is he, about 110? He's 77 now. I thought he was older. Also. Oh, he's had that luck. He's retiring because they didn't renew his contract. No, no, that's that's not what happened, actually. Uh, that's what I read. Well, he's uh, going. Mar- he was supposed to work through the end of the year. He's going to yeah. retire March 29th. Yeah. Uh, he says he's doing that because of Cumulus's bankruptcy. He said that required a change of plan. Uh, The move will also affect affect the show's six-member staff. He paid them out of his own multimillion-dollar contract. He said he's announcing his retirement early because he wants to give them a chance to find a different job. He added that Cumulus initially offered to pay show staff through March 31st and then offered him $1 million to be part of a new WABC morning show until December. He declined that extension uh, it's unclear whether or not one of uh, the folks on the air with him now will take over the show. I must
4: Sparky that. Anderson of radio. He always looked like 30 years older he than he was. I
3: thought he moved his location out to uh, New Mexico or someplace like that, didn't he? I don't think He's still so. Broadcasting He's been in New York. Yeah, Coast, New York huh? City. Okay. All right, yep.
2: just a moment. Cranky fella.
1: We have, uh, we have bad weather out today, but I have a, a weather thing that's amazing. All right. Are you ready? Yeah.
4: I'm ready. I'm ready to be amazed, John. This
1: is the 75th anniversary of a startling weather event that put Spearfish, South Dakota in the record books. Really? Let me see if I can guess. Okay. Lots of snow.
2: Did it go from the highest temperature to the coldest in the shortest amount of time or vice versa?
1: You have the right idea, but they, they weren't records, All right. but listen to the... In two mi- in a two minute frame, right. <laughs> two minutes, mi- two minute time frame, on this day in nineteen forty three, yeah, the temperature in Spear a fifth, uh, fifth Spearfish, yep. jumped from four below zero to forty five above zero in two minutes. In two minutes, shut up. Doesn't that still happen
2: though, Kenny? No. In the Black Hills, doesn't that wind go through there and change that the temperature?
3: Like That's I'm calling BS. <laughs>
1: well, well, I'm not done now. The temperature then increased to fifty four degrees later in the day only to fall back down the next morning to four below zero. Holy mackerel. The weather cracked plate glass windows and instantly frosted car windows, forcing drivers to pull over. Meteorologist Susan Sanders said a combination of especially cold air from the north and east ran into warm air from the west. She said warmer air came in and pushed cold air away. When the winds let up, the warmer air retreated, the cold air came back. Sanders said the air masses sloshed back and forth several times that remarkable morning 75 years ago. Uh, this, uh, of course, has been in Ripley's Believe It or Not and other places. She said there were newspaper stories from all over the country. Ripley's Believe It or Not is good enough for me. Mm, there you go. <laughs> what a great name for a city, though. Spearfish. Beerfish. That's a great name. A California city removed an unauthorized road sign erected by a resident who apparently wanted to make it easier for delivery drivers to find... Bob's house. Mm-hmm. It was a it was a green sign. Looks just like all the other highway signs. Mm-hmm. Merely said Bob's house with an arrow pointing. Oh, that's ingenious. <laughs> it works. And it was underneath several city signs. City of Rancho Santa Margarita said in a Facebook post that the Bob's house sign was removed from under a railroad sign that informed drivers they were approaching Cota de Casa and Dove Canyon. The sign was first noticed by confused residents earlier in January. Officials said Somebody say, ratted them out. Of course. That's, That's, exactly. Glad Gladys oh Gravitz
3: was driving, It's like living in Nazi Germany in the 30s. <laughs> People right. just more than willing to call in their neighbors.
1: Yes. Officials said they were amused by the sign. babies. They, <laughs> they don't plan to pursue any actions against Bob or whoever happens to be behind the sign. Rancho Santa Margarita City Manager Jennifer Cervantes said, We noticed the sign. The street sign meets the normal standards. As That's if,
3: not legal.
1: As if Let's it, go find where this Robert lives. I'm calling somebody. As if we would order it
3: ourselves. Let me send a message to MSP traffic to find out who I should call.
1: <laughs> it could be a prank, she said, a party. We don't know for sure, but we had a good laugh along with everyone else. And uh, the city's Facebook post said it would be willing to return the sign to its creator, no questions asked. Hey, you know, the Armistice Day blizzard, Johnny,
4: Uh huh. that is famous for the yes. weather change, but right? That was, it was uh, it 40 degrees and beautiful. That and, was back in November. That was in and, November. And 20 minutes later, people were dying. So, yeah. Yeah. So. Yep. And the two local newspapers for 50 years would write an annual yep. review of the um, Armistice mm-hmm.
1: Day blizzard. Always. Uh, this, uh, this right here, this is a bad deal. Villagers in India... Yes, mistook frozen waste that fell from an airplane oh, no. for either a UFO or a piece of <laughs> space rock.
2: Really, <laughs> it,
3: Why they surprised? Unidentified <laughs> flying s <ass. laughs> <laughs> UFS. So
4: she kind of freezes on the way down That's from that
2: altitude. It's I just a baby that Ruth.
3: <laughs> That's all right. <laughs> It weighed about.
2: 20... We've been waiting for this for years.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Blessings from heaven. It weighed about 26 pounds. It Ooh. fell from the sky. In... R- Rookie, was that you? <laughs> it fell from the sky into Fazilpur Badli village on the 13th of January, sending locals into a frenzy. A frenzy. One, three,
2: two, one,
1: zero. Do they really just eject it right out of the airplane? Uh, that doesn't always happen. You'll find out in a minute. I, I had to research that, actually. Uh-huh. A senior official, Vivak Kalia from the city, said some villagers thought it was an extraterrestrial object. <laughs> others thought well, it, it was. It
2: to a certain extent.
1: Uh, others thought it was some celestial rock, and some of them took samples home.
0: Oh! Today is unbelievable. Oh! It really
1: is. They put it in the freezer, but of course they don't have one. <laughs> the, the Indian Meteorological Department. Sitting
3: here on the coffee table thawing out. <laughs> well, wait a minute. They took a sample. So what were they, hacking away at it? That's yeah, correct. Ah, yeah.
5: It was like us when they would drop off the salted nut roll in December. <laughs> and it's February and we're still trying to well, chip away just, at it. Can you bite through it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Give me that hammer. Run back to engineering and give me a hammer and a file.
1: Oh. The Indian Meteorological a chisel, Department. Matthew. A chisel. Thank you. Determined what it was. And uh, they said- uh, How some tough f- could that have been? To, you needed to bring in an expert to tell you what that was?
3: <laughs> some folks apparently- The it's, whole country's covered in it. Can you can tell think you they what it is. You think <laughs> they <laughs>
1: recognize it. Oh, my God. So apparently, some folks took it home and put it in their fridge to preserve it. Sure. The, Probably uh, serve it for dessert. One resident- Is this meatloaf? <laughs> one resident, Where's the meatloaf? One resident told the Times of India villagers who kept it inside their fridges are disappointed and are now very busy cleaning their houses. Now, it's not unheard of for human waste to crash to the earth from overhead passenger jets, Kenny. Uh, although airplane toilets, contrary to popular myth, do not routinely flush. Into the I, I don't
3: even like the the fact that they have that capability. I don't either. I, I don't want that. You
2: because keep that till you land. Go to a pump out s- station. Such right.
3: There's like 800 airplanes that fly over my house right. every day. Right. So then you're familiar with this. I just
1: don't look up. You uh, you, you do see uh, two or three stories a year where it's crashed through somebody's roof. Yeah, blue yeah. ice. Yeah. 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 yeah, always always happens. I don't like this,
4: gentlemen. One last thing: Do we all agree that the Vikings? did in our favorite guy to ever work here, yeah. Orville Thompson. I can't without tell Without a doubt, without
3: a doubt. He is, without a doubt, the, the best fellow employee <laughs> I have ever had. Certainly
4: I had... the greatest character to ever work
3: here. He, on, he, he came far. through our office every evening at 5, and he and I had a 15 to 20 minute yeah. BS session every day. <laughs> Most of the time we had to close the door because we were having <laughs> so now. much fun.
1: All the time. All all the what's time. great about Orville's cleaning was my desk is right out here. He would do the same thing on his way to Kenny's. He'd Stop and mm-hmm. talk to mm-hmm. me for 10 minutes. The whole time he'd be picking little things up off oh, the floor, yeah. cleaning. Yep, yep. Even if there was nothing there, he was. Who
0: brought stuff. popcorn? Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm going hey, to hey. back to Maplewood. Hey.
2: Hey. You're going back to Maplewood, you bleach. <laughs> We, uh, earlier uh, during Kenny, how about when he ran into a superior? Well, yes, I think we can get that scared over there. No, no, problem. Right
3: up to the no problem,
1: Mr. Sir. <laughs> yeah. during, uh, garage, <laughs> during Garage Logic Work played part of an interview. Uh, that came from the Van and Cheryl show. Uh-huh. Uh, I was producing over there, and All for Van used him to do some interviews on the air, which often turned out quite fun. And uh, we got into trouble with one of them, and we had to quit uh, using Orville. Wow. We,
3: we stole that idea from you when Willie Clark was <laughs> Did here. Did you really? And we'd have uh, Orville in for 5, 10 minutes every other day. And uh, I've never seen the panic but- button push so
1: many times <laughs> All right.
3: in a row. Finally, we had to just turn his mic down and make him stop talking. Are you
1: allowed to say what interview caused that, Yeah, Johnny? it was, the, remember John Schneider from uh, the Dukes of Hazzard? <laughs> yeah. Well, I, there was a character in the Dukes of Hazzard called Cooter, yeah. right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, about three questions in, Orville finally just said, "Hey, what do you think of Cooter?" <laughs> and hey, and hey, John Jay. Schneider got very angry oh. at that point. Why, John? Complained bitterly oh. to, uh, "I'm so our glad management. I've got so. five million
3: OT stories." He was oh. the best. Yeah. Oh.
2: All right, just a moment. is going to be crucial to try to get people home
4: yes yeah we're gonna to have to uh try to have a good one it's uh it's gonna be a long, what do you have who do you got uh, well we have uh bob Motzko is uh, the st cloud state hockey coach He's going to talk to us about the death of jim johansson what happened at, uh, fell USA asleep hockey, and he never woke up 53 years old and was really a great influence on usa hockey rochester guy and then uh we're gonna have gasoline and a lot of uh Viking talk uh, beyond
2: that. Guess you know, so is there any Viking talk left? Oh yeah. I think there is. Oh yeah. This yeah. can be uh, they can be savage for days here. So yeah, well, if do your anniversary piece oh, you can yeah, turn three it months into months. Now, I to, uh, months in 90
4: days, I'll have to count it up.
2: Fifteen hundred ESPN is KSTP, St. Paul, Minneapolis. It's 30, I think, right? And the snow continues to fall. Now, Kenny will make himself available to the ride for Action Force Team 1500.